Okay, folks, so it appears we're having problems with our normal music. This is Fred McMurray. We're waiting for my co-host, Ray Pillar, to get here so we can start the Pillars of Franchising show. But we're, we're live at the 2018 Molly May Convention in Phoenix. And we have an old guest of ours and my partner, Neve. Yes, folks, Michelle Rumpel, already <laughs> grumpy. I'm not grumpy. I'm just, I just object to you calling me old. I'm not an old guest. I'm getting older, but I'm not an old guest. <laughs> so we're here at the Molly Maid Convention, and it's a little bit sparse at the moment because, of course, the Molly Maid owners, especially the ones that are over a million dollars, are in different... Uh, what would you call them? Breakout sessions, learning about different um, aspects of owning a Molly Maid franchise. Yeah. And, um, you know, being congratulated and patted on the back and all that kind of stuff. So, that's, you know, it's a great it's a great thing. Um, we're in uh, the conference area right now where um, all of the vendors are set up. And we have a booth, Mediavine Marketing, and of course we have a booth. And we're also next to a lot of other booths. I always hate to say that word. Um, that are offering other services to Molly Made franchisees. Uh, we offer marketing. Uh, we do personalized and localized Facebook posting, Twitter, etc. We also offer whiteboard animation videos that can be personalized and customized to um, the Molly Made's individual uh, franchises. And we do email marketing so that the Molly Made owners can reach back to their um, inactive customers or even um, their occasional customers and let them know that uh, maybe there's a special they'd like to offer them or maybe they just want to remind them that they're there and hey it's you know spring cleaning time and don't you need to get some spring cleaning going on so whiteboard animation that's new for Mediavine isn't it it is new for us uh, as you know Um, (laughs) but it's something that we are offering now because you know we've noticed over uh, well, I don't know, probably the last couple of years that video, uh, images are big, but video is even bigger in terms of getting people's uh, engagement on Facebook posts, Instagram, etc. And we realize that people love to watch video. And we realize that they actually like to interact. They like to leave a comment. They spend time watching them. And the more time that you can get people to spend on your Facebook post, the better off you'll be, the more people will see that post and see your business name as they're scrolling through their feeds in the umpteen hours that a lot of people spend on Facebook every day or at least every week. So um, we're developing videos from Molly Made that deal with um, things like frequently asked questions that people have. So for instance, one of the videos that we just um, developed was well, who are the people? It addresses the idea of who are the people that we that they hire, and so it talks about the fact that they're background checked, that they are not allowed to eat and drink at the client's home, and things like that. And um, they're really cute little videos. They say a lot. Of, they have a lot of good information, but they're also really fun to watch. So that's a new service that we're providing. Awesome. Um, on another front, my co-host, we saw that. Um, Mediavine has uh, helped my co-host grow from number 14 when you started working with him to making the top 10. He came in at number 10. Go, Ray. We'll talk to Ray more about that. How's that make you feel, Michelle? 
<laughs> it makes me feel really great. And, um, you know, it's great to be able to assist uh, the Molly Maid owners in their success and just get the word out about them more and more using social channels, using email, um, using whatever, you know, whatever means we can. <laughs> in fact, I noticed on the list you actually had uh, one per- one of your Molly Maid clients come in on the uh, top five growth yeah. for Molly Maid franchises under two years. Right. And you had two of them pop up in the top top 10 growth um, for Molly Maid franchises over two years. So four in, four in the, you know, top five or top 10 groups, that's pretty good. It is very, very good. We're, and again, like I said, we're happy to be able to assist them in uh, making more and more games every year and adding more customers and adding customers that use them on a regular basis. That's a huge deal. Once you can get a customer... Um, and retain them is a huge deal, but then retain them for more services, even better. So we've, um, we see some different Molly Maid owners walking by, and um, we, we love to talk to as many Molly Maid owners as we can and just promote them on, the, in, on Internet radio. So Fred right now is talking to a Molly Maid owner uh, to see if he wants to be interviewed. And he's not sure about it yet, but we'll see. <laughs> he just walked in. Hi, sir. And who are you? I'm Stanley Robinson from Winston-Salem. And how long have you been a Molly Maid owner? Uh, 20 years. Wow. 20 years. That's a lot of cleaning toilets. Yes. I didn't do them all. <laughs> I, I remember one of my first Chicagoland co-op meetings when somebody said, remember, folks, we clean toilets for our living. And I thought, my people, I love you. So our questions for today are, since one of the pillars of, of franchising success is choosing the right opportunity, what made Molly made the right opportunity for you? When we first started, it was we wanted to be home for our boys. Um, so we looked at a franchise that was going to be Monday through Friday. Um, and we were home on the weekends, so, and that turned out to be uh, a good choice. So uh, I guess that comes under the work-life balance? Exactly. Yep. So Molly made, made the, the work-life balance for you? Right, right. All right, so another pillar of franchising success is customer service. I know I've talked to many Molly made owners, and, and they all say that, and one of the topics we've been talking about is dealing with difficult clients. So under that topic, which, when you look at superheroes versus supervillains, which makes a more difficult client to deal with? Uh, what do you mean by superhero? Hulk, uh, Thor, Captain America, oh, okay. Iron Man. Okay. Well, I think the more difficult one is probably the supervillain. Okay. Until she, until I say she. <laughs> oh, he didn't I mean that both. That. Until they. Um, Fair enough push it too far, and then we just say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And we've had to do that twice this year. So That's yeah. always rough to tell somebody goodbye. Yeah. Well, they get to a point where they we, we just it's impassable. We just can't deal um, either with scheduling or um, what they're doing to the girls once they get there. So, and that's very important to us. I've so. heard some horror stories yeah. about people abusing yep. um, the maids and having to kick the client to the curb. 
as soon as we hear that, we've we've done that, and um, unfortunately, that uh, that happens from time to time. So you have to be willing to do that for your girls because you want to keep them; they're harder to get than than clients. Uh, <laughs> we've worked with some Molly maids so. helping them hire people too through Facebook yeah. ads, and I understand that that's a harder job, and without them, you can't. Um, you can't, can't do anything. That's can you? right. Yep. So what made you come to the um, convention? Do you come all every year? Yep, we come every year. So we always pick up pick up something we can take home and uh, and use. And uh, last year uh, was no exception. So this year, hopefully, we're doing we go do the same thing. So. And what's the thing you learned this year so far? Most important thing. Show up. <laughs> we ain't even started yet. <laughs> Thanks. Right. Have a great show. Thank you. All right. So that rock. So right now it's Super Villain One, Superheroes Zero. <laughs> I've been working with Molly Maids now for I don't know, almost eight years and and they are the best people in the world. Um they're they care about the community, they care about work life balance, something that I know nothing about. Um, and they're just fun people to hang around with and to talk to. Right now, we're kind of in the um, in-between area because all Ray should be showing up soon because we know that Ray is the much more interesting one than I am because... I only help him grow. I got to tell you, when I saw the numbers today, I realized Ray made number 10, Cohen's tied for number two, Coletti's number five, Arnie hit the top 10, uh, number 10 for growth in uh, franchises over two years. You got to know that really makes me happy to be part of that to have these people take in their business, you work with them, you find out what make what they what makes them tick. It's I don't know. That's just what you want. You you want you want to make a difference in your clients' lives and you want them to uh find value with you and you, when I look at Ray, my co-host and realize that I've been with him for six years, six plus years now, and helped them grow from number 14 to number 10. That totally rocks. So as we wait for our next victim, let's check out what's going on in the world of franchising. Because while we do talk about franchise, while we do talk a lot about Molly Meads, we handle... We handle all kinds of franchisees. So, in dealing with the <laughs> Forbes, actually uh, put out an article today on 12 tips for finding the best industries for a franchise opportunity. And number two is, I think, what we're talking about today, which is. Conduct research online and offline. Find that right opportunity. Uh, 
what is it that you want to do with your life? Do you want work-life balance? Do you want um, do you want to, it to be a Monday through Friday? Do you want it to be a nine to five? These are the things you need to measure and figure out what you want to do. Uh, Number five on on Forbes' list is find an industry that lets you play the hero. Um, You get to be the good guy, and you're better than the other folks. Uh, That's one reason why I love Molly's, because they are the cream of the crop. Uh, Very soon we're going to be having, not today, but in the weeks to come, we're going to be talking with uh, one of the top 2% platinum uh, UPS store franchises in the nation. Uh, Husband and wife team, Jane and Brent Costo, um, known them for several years now. And they're going to come on and talk about another topic that we've touched on in past, which is working with your spouse, how to be successful at it. Um, And that's a, that's a, a, a difficult thing to do, work with your spouse. Um, what can I say? I know a bit about that. Um, Michelle now is now out talking with folks, uh, working on bringing them in to, so we can interview them. Right now, like I said, it's supervillain one, superhero zero. They would rather have superheroes as clients rather than supervillains. And here comes Michelle. Michelle, tell us what you've been hearing. You want me to tell what? Tell what you've been hearing. Oh, um, a lot of good information at the conference today and a lot of great vendors. Um, You know, people are a little bit shy to talk on the radio. And, of course, we're waiting for Ray Pillar, who is the pillar of franchising. (laughs) Um, But he's in a conference right now. So, all right, we have one of our vendor guests. (laughs) So, you're from ProTradeNet. I am, yes. And you are? Jennifer, good to Mm -hmm. meet you. Normally, Ray would be here, but he's off in the million-dollar franchise meeting, so uh-huh. we picked on you. Tell us about ProTradeNet. <laughs> okay, so ProTradeNet is uh, the vendor management department of the Dwyer Group, okay? And the Dwyer Group is... Um, the big kahuna. Yeah. Yes, they are. <laughs> um we have over 3,200 franchisees, and we ProTradeNet takes the buying power of the Dwyer Group and pushes uh, the negotiations to try to get uh, special pricing and rebates for the franchise owners. And then once they become an owner, I specifically help Molly Made owners get connected to the PTN vendors uh, and try to help save them money and also get them a nice rebate check at reunion. So you're responsible for the Mollies. Mm-hmm. Um, that how does how does the Molly find you? Good question. Uh, Molly finds me by once they become a franchise owner around um, the first two weeks, uh, if not sooner. Michelle 
Globals and I get together and we connect and I get connected to the new owners. And then I basically walk them through the PTN uh, phase one process, which is where I would get them connected to the PTN, PTN website. And we would go over the vendors, let them look and make sure that they can get in and they can navigate through the very simple, easy, um, amazing website that we have now. And I get them connected to vendors. So if they if they are already shopping at um, Office Depot, I would get them connected to get uh, into the national program that we have with them and get a store purchasing card, uh, which is basically something that um, we have negotiated them to get a 3.6% rebate back on everything that they purchased at that store. And um, they would just take that purchasing card inside and they basically the lady would scan it. Uh, the cash register lady um, or gentleman <laughs> uh, would would scan it, and that would tell that computer system that they're in a, they get a national discount, and that anything that they purchase it gets tracked back to the corporate office of Office Depot, and then Office Depot has to report it back to ProTradeNet, and that's how I know to put it on a rebate check for them. Wow, it's a lot of it, it sounds like a lot. It truly, truly isn't. I mean, it literally takes a good 15 minute phone call, and I get them connected to a lot of vendors. So, all right, so then let's talk about the vendor side because yes. we're actually in the vendor area. Yes, so, hey, let's great talk about areas. It. So, how does the vendor what are the uh prerequisites or the criteria to for a vendor to be considered for free? Another great question. Um, so we have a procurement agent. His name is Andrew Bush. And if a if a vendor is nationwide, that is one of the stipulations. They have to be nationwide. Uh, want to become, they can go to the ProTradeNet ProTradeNet.com on the website, and there is an application that they would have to fill out. It gets them into the system. There is a $250 uh, charge to become and try to be in the in the program, but it puts them in the network to where Andrew gets it, our vendor manager, Brandy Haslam gets it. Um, we have our president here, Luke, Luke Stanton, he would see it too. And they basically just, you know, would contact that vendor and go over the program, go over everything. If they do decide to become a PTN vendor, uh, then there is a um, nine, I believe it's, 990, it's $995 one-time fee. And then they, if they want to come to great you know concepts like this with molly and be a vendor and have a little booth and they could have a sponsor uh a dinner or something like that so there's different promotional things that they can uh be a part of um so they would just be able to pay in but it's not just about being on the website and having a booth it's also having a the pro trade net team and the dwyer group marketing team and the molly made corporate team really um help promote the vendor and push the program and get them savings and also get them some nice rebate money. Okay, so when you say you have to be nationwide, what does that mean? Well, uh, we do, we have um, concepts all over the world. Uh, and so we, if it can't just be a region, you can't just be part of uh, a small little town uh, that's a great vendor and they're giving you a great price. Uh, and it has to be a vendor that would be able to offer nationwide. Go to Canada, go to, you know, across the country, wherever it is, um, for their services. So, so if a vendor already has, let's say, Molly made over a wide area, mm -hmm. that should, as long as you don't have to have, you don't have to have physical presence everywhere, you just have to be able to be accessible and offer services. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 
definitely. Rock and roll. So <laughs> you got it. Are all mollies um, part of Pro Trade Net? Yeah, there's there's um, all the mollies. They do participate. It is still fairly new. Um, uh, they've been acquired for a couple of years now. Um, so it's just a matter of sitting down with me because I'm the Pro Trade Net representative for Molly Mays. I help them get connected. So it's just a matter of taking, you know, a good 15, 20 minutes on the phone with me and I go over the vendors and if they are already shopping there, they're spending money. That they're not signed up, then they're they're spending more money than they should or that they have to. Um, and they're not getting any money put back in their pocket. Um, so there's also different things that ProTrainNet tries to do is um, we've reached in to see where Molly's are spending their money and what products they're buying. And if there is uh, a manufacturing company that we can reach into and uh, I don't know, negotiate a good deal, we've done that a couple of times uh, with, with some of these vendors, and that's growing to where it's a rebate stacking program. So if you go to Office Depot and you have a store purchasing card, you get a 3.6% rebate. I hope the Molly gets that. We now have a company that you can buy a product called a Betco product through Office Depot, and you Office and Betco is offering you a 6% rebate. You can add the 6% from Betco to the 3.6 from Office Depot to rebate stacking. So we're giving you more money back for buying one product at one store. And all because Molly tells us about them. Wow. Yeah. So then you said Dwyer, this is something that Dwyer Group has started, and yes. they're the grand poobah. Um, do, if, does somebody, does a, a vendor have to sign up for each franchisor, or do you come into ProTrade and then you're hitting all of them? You're hitting all of them. So they get a distribution list every, I think it's every quarter, um, that they have access to all of the friends. And once you become a vendor, you should be, if you're part of the family, uh, you're part of the Dwyer family, you're part of the Pro Trainet family. So we give you a distribution list and they get access to all the PTN vendors. And this has been how long? Well, we've, the Pro Trainet's uh, been a part of the Dwyer group they created back in 2005. So wow. we've been a while for a, a while, around for a while. You've been around for a while. I've been for a while. Um, you left, you left. <laughs> yes. So yeah, we've been we've been around for a while, but with Molly, it, it has only been uh, probably two, maybe three years. Oh, good. Then we've been dealing with them longer than you have. That's <laughs> I'm glad to yes. be, uh, at least have one in there. Yes, that yes, yes. <laughs> so what do you want to tell our 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 people? So our audience is not made of just Molly franchises, but we're pillars of franchising, which mm-hmm. we, we look to understand what makes a franchisee successful. Um, there's and, and we've isolated it down into five pillars, and, and that's each show's normally devoted to that. And we've been mm-hmm. talking to Molly today about um, what makes Molly the right opportunity for you. What you've been dealing with Molly for at least a couple of years yeah. now. Mm-hmm. What do you see? Molly's want most, or Molly owners want most. Why do you think out of that, the vendors or just, um, just in general? Why they bought a Molly franchise? Um, I really think it's a lot of the Mollies, if not all of them that I've spoken with, have said pretty much it is mostly about the relationships that they build with their community, uh, that they um, they want to. Um, you know, definitely help the community, um, and and they just create that relationship, and they can grow their business by that. It's not just about saving them the money; it's about how the connections that they make with their customers. 
and that grows the community. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that that is that's one thing that they all that all my Mollies talk about when I when I speak to them, and I love that because if any if anything else, I mean, we we can't ever grow our own little community if you don't have specific great you know owners of businesses that can help them. So I think that's great. I was happy when I saw the the boards out there earlier today and realized that the, on the three boards of like the top five, top ten. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got four of our clients are on, there you uh, go. on those three lists, so yeah, we're we're happy with that. Yeah, that's good. That is definitely good. We thank you for um, yeah talking to us. And You're very welcome. We'll let you go back to your own. My home. first little interview. That's awesome. Thank Michelle's you. gonna take over. Hey everybody. So we're really excited um, to be here at the Molly Maids Convention, and we're in the vendor room right now. And um, Fred just got done talking with somebody from ProTrade Net, which is a really great service for Molly Made uh, franchisees. And Fred is going to go and see if he can grab a couple of other Molly Made owners to interview and get their perspective on the top two pillar questions before our co-host, Ray Pillar, comes on the show. So um we're glad we also have some of the other vendors that are here today. We have, um, of course, Paychex, uh, Pro, Tre- Pro Team that um, produces a lot of um, uh, mostly vacuuming equipment um, for the Molly Maids. You know, you see a lot of those um, backpack vacuums that are really cool. We also have um, Build a Sign, who is a platinum sponsor. We have Echo Lab, who is also a platinum sponsor. Um, we have Clarity, which uh, we'll be finding out a little bit more about what Clarity does. We also have Perceptionist, which is a call center solution. You know, a lot of the Molly Maids, um, you know, really have to, well, all of them have to stay on top of their um, incoming and outgoing calls. Um, Perceptionist is a way, provides a way for them to track incoming calls. Um, we also have um, Kigo, Reach Local. Um, we have Clint Summers, who is uh, a certified public accountant. We also have Darter Specialties, which offers uh, uniforms and apparel for Molly Made employee, um, well, mostly Molly Made employees, but also the owners. And Fred is bringing over a group of people to be on the radio, and I think one of them is Mark Coletti. So Fred will take it away. Pick one. All right, pick a pick a seat. So, we've got one of my favorite people here, Mark Coletti. (laughs) He hit, for franchisees, under two years, hit the top, number five on the top five growth. Is that correct? Did I? (laughs) Yes, you did, dude. The key to success is don't look at your results. Just keep working. (laughs) And get a good marketing company. We're very happy to be helping. Oh, thank you. I'm excited myself. Thank you, so, Fred. Mark, where are you located? I'm located in Metro Milwaukee in Wisconsin, center of the Midwest. Lots of snow there, as I used to know. So, Mark, why did you choose what made the Molly Maids franchise opportunity the right one for you? Good question. I reviewed six different franchises and narrowed it down to three pretty quickly. Some of the parameters that were important to me were... Um, having much more control over my destiny and a business that was scalable 
And when I learned that um, our customers, 80% are recurring customers, um, that was um, something that comes naturally to me because I've always been in an industry that was customer focused. Um, number two, uh, the opportunity to help develop individuals that may not have a college education was important to me. And with um, the system and the process that we have set up for uh, our Molly made home service professionals, uh, I thought I could help develop people to be supervisors, managers, um, et cetera. So that was a good opportunity. Um, I happen to be bilingual, so um, a lot of our staff happens to be pretty ethnic, and um, I can actually help develop them. And so, so far, that's exactly what we've done. You've been rocking it to hit that top five, my friend. That 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 pretty much rocked. So, thank you. One of the other pillars that, of uh, successful franchising we've been talking about is dealing with difficult clients. So, if you got a superhero or a supervillain. Which is the more difficult client to deal with? I mean, I guess I could find an excuse for both of them. Uh, we were just talking about that earlier, and I said I probably would pick the, the superhero. But I think in the end, um, if a customer got to a point where there's nothing we can do to please them, and I've followed you know, our code of values, and I've followed uh, everything I can to put the customer first, and they still aren't happy, then I think that's probably an easier conversation to have because I'll be comfortable having it because it's causing more stress internally. So I might lose one customer, but that's going to take us away from other customers. It's going to impact my staff and they're not going to enjoy the environment that they're working in if someone's not respectful or challenging or difficult uh, beyond the normal realm of customer service. So how often do you find you have to boot one? Not often. Not often. I can think of two customers that I booted. Two customers in two years? That ain't bad. <laughs> that. There's a couple so, I'd like to boot, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, uh, we won't until they boot themselves. Right, absolutely. So we want to tell our – one other thing. You, uh, all Mollies, work with uh, the Miss Molly Foundation. You work with which uh, not-for-profit in your area? Yeah, so your question earlier was about, you know, one of the reasons I joined Molly Made. Um, I – I worked previously in banking and in the hospitality industry, and in, in all my previous careers in corporate America, I always uh, participated and gave back to the community. So Miss Molly Foundation was one of the, the draws as well, because they already had a foundation that's set up that's uh, sole purpose is to raise awareness uh, and raise funds uh, for victims of domestic violence. Uh, in Milwaukee, uh, we support um, a local shelter that um, uh, provides emotional support, a safe place for them to heal, uh, build skills necessary to go back out to the workforce. They have to obtain some sort of job, but it's long-term transitional housing. It's called Daystar, and it provides housing up to two years maximum. And they have to demonstrate and at least work uh, a minimum of so many hours in order to stay there. Do you get a website for them? Um, or just Google Daystar? Google Daystar. I don't remember the exact address of the website, and some of that information is they try and keep it uh, private, but there's a, a, a number that they can contact to reach them. And I've seen the videos of you handing them checks, and they're always happy when they do. It's, it's interesting. This is the third year almost now, and uh, each check is doubled every year, so I, I definitely will make it an impact. Hopefully we'll double it next year again. Absolutely. So what, what have you learned so far at the show that, that you didn't know that, or the convention that is most important in your mind? <laughs> that you were doing this video. And yeah. I <laughs> know that. <laughs> That's why I, we love him. I just got here. It's a good place to connect with people you met 
uh, and uh, and talk about things that you both share, uh, wins and losses, and how to get ahead. And how to avoid the snow, because I heard Chicago got snow. The greater Chicagoland area got snow, which I'm I don't know if we got snow today. No one said anything to me. I left this morning, we didn't have any snow. So we snowed yesterday. Okay. We got hit yesterday. Well, thank you, sir. Thank that you. That was Mark Coletti from Molly Made Milwaukee Metro. Thank you. <laughs> we love him. He's great. Like I said, he hit number five on the top five for I growth. I've seen that leaderboard. I'm like, oh. You got it, dude. Number uh, five. I got pictures I of it. We're going to post it. Ooh, it looks like we have another somebody to interview on the radio. You okay? I'm fine with that. So he'll be back. So. Michelle's often talking to Mark about the video or the whiteboard animation. And like I said, right now it's a bit slow. Um, these are just, like I said, these are wonderful people. They, they care about the community. They, they care about the community. They give back. They just really want to help. And they like to clean. It's all great. Ooh, a new person to interview maybe uh, no P ran away so yes it's very 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 quiet here too quiet sorry took a drink there um, been working with Molly's for over six now six years our co-host funny story about um Digital marketing and Molly Maze. Um, at that point in time, when we first started working with uh, Ray, my co-host, uh, many years ago, uh, of course he's in the Aurora Naperville area, and at that point I was living in um, Bloomingdale, Illinois, which is about 25 minutes north. Now most people would drive down and say, hi, I'm Fred, and, and let's talk. As anybody who's met me knows that I never do things the simple way. Instead, I went and I had a radio show host then that was in St. Albans, United Kingdom, and he introduced me to a marketing person who was in Malta who found out that I lived in Chicagoland area and said, hey, I got a client there. His name's Ray. He lives in Naperville. Would you like to meet him? I said, of course I'd like to meet him. He's 25 minutes south of me. So I drove in, and Ray and I shook hands, and he warily looked at me and said those famous words, you're not going to try to sell me Twitter, are you? And at that point, I broke out laughing. I said, no, but you know you got some negative Google reviews. And he looked at me and said, I have Google reviews? And I said, yes, and some of them are negative. And he said, I have Google reviews? And he became a client. Amazingly enough, about nine months later, he said, okay, I'm ready for you to sell me Twitter. And this has been an ongoing friendship, uh, client relationship for the last seven years. And um, I am just, I can't say enough about working with with him. Um, And he's why we're here. And Michelle looks like she's snagged some food, enjoying it. 
so we won't talk to her. Great crowd from what I've seen. We're in Phoenix at the Sheraton uh, Sheraton Resort. What's that resort? Is it Indian? Okay. It's a it's a beautiful place, and the staff has been really helpful, um, getting us the stuff we need, and we're just happy to be here. Um, looking forward to Ray getting out of his. Yeah, sure, Fred. I can do it two o'clock. Up, oh, nope. I gotta go to the million dollar franchisees. Um, just think about that. Making a million dollars a year, basically cleaning people's houses. This is a wonderful country. Um, it just is awesome. So since we're still waiting for folks to come back, so how many of you out there in our listening land thinks that Starbucks is a franchise? It turns out it's not. Um, You can open a licensed store, but it's not a franchise, not a franchise, Um, which is kind of a weird thing. Uh, Another one that's commonly held as a franchise, but isn't, is Ace Hardware. Uh, We'll be having our friends at one of our Ace Hardware folks show up soon and or not soon but next month will be on and ace hardware isn't a franchise it is a buyer's co-op amazing isn't it we have somebody coming up here well come come sit down here and and it doesn't matter we're live on the radio so let's talk seriously Internet radio. We got Kelly Harn, Harned? Harned. Okay. Uh, I missed it. Enterprise car, Enterprise car round home? Uh, we're the fleet management side. Yes, I understand we do leasing cars for Molly Maid. Uh, so you're the one who gets them all the wonderful Molly Maid cars? Yes. I did not know stuff. that. Yes, we are one of the um, partners of Molly Maid, and we do that for them, and we lease them back to them. Yeah. Years ago, I used to work at a competitor's of yours, so I know all oh, about okay. fleet leasing. Smaller <laughs> competitors. We do get them wrapped. We get the uh, graphics put on it, and then we buy them. We lease them. We help them with fuel. We help them with maintenance. We help them with insurance because it is one of their largest Well, yeah, I would assume that you get them on a you know a fuel car. Fuel card program, yeah. And Molly's don't want to have to deal with their car, so they take them in somewhere. They call up, say, "Oh, you're on management." maintenance management, and you take care of them. Correct. There you go. <laughs> so you do all the Mollies? Uh, we do a good percentage of them. We don't do all of them, no. Because, of course, they can do, you know, they have the option to do what they would like to do, but we do have a great program put together for them that a lot of them take advantage of. So we probably have about, I'd say it's high cheese, maybe low 70% of the melanate owners out there that have do business with us. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. Any in Alaska? 
Uh, not in Alaska. Huh. <laughs> I don't even know if there are any Mollies in Alaska. There's not any Mollies in Alaska. Well, okay. cool. Well, it was nice talking with you. Well, thank you, ma'am. How can people find you? Uh, they can find us at eFleets.com. eFleets.com. Ask for Kelly. Thanks, Kelly, for stopping <laughs> by. Ooh, Michelle's coming back, it appears, to talk more. So we're having a great time at the Molly Maid Convention. We're here in the vendors area, which is we're also at the um, Sheraton Resort in, down in Chandler, Arizona. It's absolutely beautiful and enormous, and it's a great place to have a conference. Um, and we discovered that um, Phoenix is already hot. <laughs> it's actually over 90 degrees today, and um, a lot of the franchisees here are, of course, coming from the Midwest or the eastern side of the U.S., where temperatures are hovering more around the 30s or the 40s. So they're really not used to the 90-degree uh, weather. And, um, you know, obviously a lot of people are really happy about that and are taking advantage of the poolside. Um, they're taking advantage of, some, uh, you know, maybe some beverages. Um, there's also a water slide here, so they're having a great time with that. And, you know, hopefully attending a few um, sessions as well. Um, but we're learning a lot from the uh, franchisees about what it means to be a franchise owner and why the franchise of Molly Made has been such a good choice for them. Um, they really appreciate the ability to be able to scale up, um, to really be able to really almost name their income um, if they you know put in enough effort and have a good enough territory they can really uh, amass a, quite a nice income for themselves and for their staff and also um, maybe even uh, bring in their family members uh, maybe sell it uh, for their retirement um, so it's, it's just one of those really great franchises that has a really great name has a good reputation and they're um, and and um, just one of those stars of the industry. We have another guest apparently on the show. Hello, folks. This woman is the woman who got this whole event off and running. Tell us who you are. Hi, my name is Monique Reikia Castria, and I'm the event planner for Molly Made and Mr. Handyman Molly Made, and for this event. Sorry, used to including that in the whole. That's okay. I understand. <laughs> it changes difficult. I tell you, folks, Monique has been phenomenal getting everybody what they need and and taking care of them. How many Mollies are here the, today? Well, we have 292 owners. It represents 165 businesses that are here. Okay. How long does it take you to put together one of these? All year? Depends on how you look at it. Okay. Enlighten us. I started this process over a year ago, but of course that involved finding the location, negotiating the contract, and so forth. But it's really an ongoing process. I would say, though, the the past two months have really been the scrunch time for everything. But it's it's a little by little, starting a year ago and and building as it goes. So you. Over a year, and then the last two times, two months are crunch time. You should get a big bonus for this. I should, shouldn't I? But 
that's just what I do. So no bonus. It's it's what's expected. <laughs> so how long have you been with Molly Maid? I've been with Molly Maid for five years. What what drew you to the company? What did you like about the company? The family attitude, the family atmosphere, the family, just everything about it is family. Everybody is respectful. Uh, we really have an attitude of treat others as you would like to be treated. And that is that goes from employee to employee, from our home office staff to our franchisees, from our franchisees to their customers. That is really our golden rule. Treat others as you would like to be treated. And if you do that, it's a great place to be. Well, I'm, I'm really grateful it's uh, April in, in Phoenix because I've been in Phoenix in August. And that's, so the question then becomes, what made you decide on Phoenix? Well, with the Molly Made convention, we try to accommodate all of our franchisees. And since we do cover the entire continental United States, uh, we try to make it East Coast, West Coast, sometimes in the middle. So we are West Coast this year. Last year, we were Hilton Heads. So last year, we were East Coast. Awesome. Is are, This question came up with the, one of our other folks we were talking to. Is there a Molly Made franchise in Alaska? Not that I'm aware of. Any in, I, any in Hawaii? Not that I'm aware of, but that means that that's good franchise opportunities. So you heard it, folks. In Alaska and Hawaii, there are Molly Made franchises available. Thank you, ma'am. We'll let you get back to being indispensable. Thanks, Monique. Great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Appreciate it. So we're talking away here. Um, we've got the whole organizer. We've had some vendors here. We continue to get franchisees as they're coming. This is really a wonderful place um, to be, and it's a great show. Um, as Monique said, everybody is really friendly. Um, these are salt-of-the-earth people. They care about the community. They care about take, taking care of people, their business. Or, sorry, they take care about taking their, care of their employees and growing them, and you just can't beat it. So, as we see more and more traffic coming in, um, we're Michelle's, Michelle's trying to get the folks to be interviewed, and not everybody wants to, which is sad. Can't win it. Can't win everybody. Um, but that's okay. You want to say hello, Michelle? So not everybody's really excited about being on the internet radio because they don't really understand what it's all about, but that's okay. One thing I've noticed um, about promoting your franchise on Facebook is it's really, really sometimes kind of a hit or miss process to find content that really engages their your audience. Um, you know, case in point, so we manage several Facebook pages for uh, Molly Made franchisees. Um, corporate does a great job, but we supplement what corporate does with more localized and personalized Facebook posts. 
that give customers and potential customers kind of the flavor of what that Molly Maid is all about and, and you know, really about what's the weather like there, what's the environment like, what are the people like. So the types of things that we do are um, we'll post before and after pictures or we'll post pictures from, you know, celebrating employee birthdays or maybe a check presentation to the um, women's shelter or the domestic violence shelter or domestic violence organization that their Molly Maid um, is supporting through the Miss Molly Foundation. And um, we do a lot of that, but what we found is that um, there's a lot of content out there on uh, the internet that people really engage with. And one of them that they really tend to engage with is video. So what we've done is we've created whiteboard animation videos that um, address a certain topic. Maybe it's a frequently asked question. Um, maybe it's a cleaning tip. Maybe it's um, something about the Miss Molly Foundation. Um, but we post those, you know, we personalize those videos by um, saying it's presented by a specific franchisee. And then we also on the back end of the video will um, allow the franchisee to promote, maybe it's a, a special, maybe it's, um, maybe they want to, maybe they want to highlight the um, domestic violence organization, uh, awareness organization, um, but they're really engaging little videos, people like to watch them, they like to, to comment on them, they like to throw a like or a, you know, a heart or <laughs> something like that on them when they're on Facebook, and um, it really gives your Facebook page uh, another dimension. Um, it's not just funny memes, but now it's it's a video that actually addresses something that has to do with the franchise. And it's not just for Molly Mates. Um, it can be for any other franchise or really any other business um, that uh, is doing a promotion on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or LinkedIn or uh, you know any of the other social networks that uh, people use. <laughs> to talk to each other. Um, so whiteboard animation videos are really uh, something that people are really enjoying. Another thing that we do is email marketing. A lot of the Molly Maid owners, actually all of them, have a customer list. And you know, over the course of time, uh, some customers come, some go, some just maybe use them occasionally. So we like to use emails as a way to reach back to those folks and say, hey, we're still here, you know, Mother's Day is coming up, do you want your house to be extra clean, and, you know, just give it a really good spring cleaning, um, why don't you come on back, and we're going to give you a 25% uh, off, or not 25% off, but maybe a $25 off your cleaning, um, but, but keeping people in the loop with email marketing, you know, maybe it's, um, maybe it's a cleaning tip that you've discovered, or maybe it's, um, telling them about the donation that they made to the um, do domestic violence awareness organization. Email marketing is just a really great way to just keep reaching back to people and letting them know that you're available. We um, also, as not so much with, um, not, not with Molly Maid obviously, but with other companies, we have to do website development. Um, we do from start to finish, and we build primarily on the WordPress management system. 
we like WordPress because it gives our customers the ability to update their own websites. Not everything on the website, but you know, certainly content. They can add, they can add photos, they can change text, things like that. Um, something else that we like about WordPress is it's open source, so you don't have to pay for the software. Um, you just you know you just need to take time to develop it. And you know, if one of our clients decides that they're really not happy with us for whatever reason, and you know that doesn't happen to us, thankfully. Um, but if it did, they could actually take those files, that whole website, and hand it over to another website developer and say, look, um, I need you to update this site. And because WordPress is so widely used, people can, they can, you know, easily find somebody else that can work on it. Um, one of the things that, one of the problems that uh, we run into a lot with with clients or potential clients is that they had a website built with a company that had their own kind of proprietary content management system. And well, that company went out of business and now they can't find anybody to work on their website anymore. And it's a big problem. Um, we just had somebody come to us last week and say, Hey, the people that built my website, they're gone, they closed, and I can't get anybody to update my site. And right now it's a big problem because the front of my website says I'm not accepting new clients when in fact I am. I wasn't for a little bit, but now I am, and my website's working against me. Um, and we were able to dig in and actually make those changes that the client needed, but it was a problem for her to find a company that was willing to, to dive in and make those changes. It's just, um, it's just better to go with software that's widely supported, easy to update, and always has new features and benefits that a lot of other um, website development content management systems don't have. So if you're thinking about getting a website built I would recommend a company like ours that uses WordPress because you're always going to be able to find someone else to work on it if worse comes to worse. So we're here at the Molly Made Convention. My name is Michelle Rumpel. My company is Mediavine Marketing. I started the company in 2010 and we provide social media management website design and development. We also provide email marketing and something called customer relationship management, which is a way for um, businesses to track customers and also to actually track uh, where people are coming from when they visit their website. There's also the ability with a customer relationship management system to send people targeted emails based on what they visit on the website. So it's really a pretty cool um, feature. And a lot of small businesses have not taken advantage of that yet. But the content man um, I'm sorry, the customer relationship management systems are becoming less expensive. They're becoming easier to use. And um, we're finding a lot more solutions that are available for small businesses. So I hope you're enjoying um, our show today. Um, 
things are not always quite as planned, but that's okay. We've had fun talking to some of the Molly Maid owners uh, as well as vendors. And Fred, do you have um, somebody else to talk well, to right now? There's a couple of people that are supposed to be coming over. At least pronounce they would, so hopefully they will. Hopefully Ray <laughs> People will. in Molly Maid are a little bit shy, we've noticed. They're not really so shy, but I think part of it is because the vendor area here is really big and spread out. And so you don't really get to know your um, table table neighbors quite as easily as with some of the other um, conventions that we've been at where people are much more kind of closed in and tight, you know, around each other. So, yeah. Hi. <laughs> Want to be interviewed? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll see one of the other guys over there. Oh, for sure. We're, we're, we're broadcasting live right now. Um, right. Internet radio. Let's try it. So, yeah, it's actually been it's been wonderful um, seeing, uh, meeting clients, that, or sorry, not clients yet, but meeting owners that know who we are. Yeah, it's like, exactly. You're Fred. Oh, it was great to see you finally. And it's been great to um, see many of the owners that um, we do work with and, and getting to be able to tell their stories. That's just wonderful. That is a rock. We enjoy it very much. Um, we're going to... So, yeah, so... I was going to say, we might want to take a little bit of a break. Um, give, it a, give it a few minute break. Well... We've got some music we can play. And we're having some technical difficulties here, but that's okay. So, uh, what do we got? What do we got? We got. Okay, no music. All right, then. <laughs> so, Michelle, what, obviously Molly is the, um, the we're here, so we're not going to talk about Molly. But what's your favorite franchise otherwise? That's a really good question, and I hadn't really thought about it before because I know that Starbucks is not technically a franchise, so I can't do that one. No, they're um, a licensor. All right, so let's start you out with the, the the big question is, as a business owner, you've had to fire customers. Yes. So if you got to fire a customer, if you're going to have to fire either a superhero or a supervillain, which would you rather fire? Uh, I guess I would have to fire a super villain. Why? Um, I think that's kind of an obvious question. Why would I want to deal with a super villain? Well, because they pay well, and usually, if you'll notice, most super villain hideouts never get trashed. Yeah. But the superheroes' hideouts do. <laughs> well, I hadn't thought about that, but I'm not sure if that's my concern or not. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> super villains do tend to be rich. So I suppose that, you know, they would pay their bills, maybe, but then they're super villains, so they might just stick you. So I don't know that that's such a great um, idea. I think I would probably still go with the superhero because usually they're supposed to be a little bit nicer. 
you know, I don't, I don't really, question doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. I'm not sure where you came up with that one, but that's okay. You know, that's your brain. That's the Fred brain. Um, yes, you've heard it. Fred has a brain. And yes. from time to time, he uses it. Yes, but um, I think that other people have been kind of confused about that question as well. So, you know, you might want to, you might want to redo that question. That's what I'm thinking. All right. So then I'll go back to my classic question of which three stooge which of the three stooges would you say you most identify well, with okay, and why? Fred, I am under the age of 50, which means that I really don't know a lot about the three stooges. I never watched them. I didn't care about them. The sound I you're about to know. hear will be something <laughs> hitting Michelle in the head because she just told me I was old. No, I'm, it's, not a, it's not an opinion. It's a fact. People under a certain age have no clue about the Three Stooges. I know that there's one, I think, called Mo, And I think there's one called oh, Curly. But the problem oh is, Lord. from what I remember, there was nobody. Was there anybody that was Curly? There was Mo, Larry, and Curly. Okay. And then there was Shemp. Okay. And then there was Curly Joe Dorita. Okay. Well, then why are they called the Three Stooges? Because first it was Mo, Larry, and Curly. And then... Um, they Curly were so boring that away. they had to ask No, Curly people. passed away, and then they added Shemp. And okay. I forget what happened to Shemp. And then at the, the later ends of it, um, it was Curly Joe Dorito. Which, Dorito? Doritos? Dorita, I think, if, if I remember right. And the interesting thing... That sounds thing, good. I'm kind of hungry. Okay. <laughs> in, a, in, in other words, your question, unless you want to hit people that are all over, like, 55... It's just, it's not a good question. You kind of have to reach down lower into a younger age to ask these questions. I was asking the superhero question, and Marvel's making billions. You're not very good at question making, is what I'm trying to say, in terms of the general population. I'm wounded here, folks. (laughs) I'm truly, truly wounded. So if, you might want to ask a question like, um, would you rather work with uh, somebody who has a ton of money and will pay their bills on time, but they're really a pain all the time, or somebody who's really nice, but they don't have as much money, but they don't really give you a lot of hassle? But the question was based on... Um, dealing with difficult clients. Right. So why didn't you just ask that? Because it was more fun to ask it the other way. So <laughs> tell, give us an, give us one of your experiences in dealing with a difficult client. I can tell you what it's like to deal with a difficult boss. <laughs> oh, let's see. Difficult client. Difficult client. Um, well, we have actually given some things away for free. When, for instance, we did give somebody a free logo. You know, don't get ideas, any of you that are, you know, wanting a proposal from us or anything like that. But it was it was just one of those situations where we could not make this person happy no matter how hard we tried. And we just realized that um, it would be better if we parted ways. But rather than... Um, charge this person any money, we decided that it would probably just be a better idea to give them what the work we've done so far and just to 
um, let them go to somebody else. And that worked out for everybody concerned. It was just, um, we just knew that the relationship wasn't going to work out. And um, sometimes that happens. You know, sometimes that happens with Molly made owners and customers. Sometimes it's really hard to make people happy. You know, they're just, the chemistry isn't right. So are you saying that the best way to deal with um, difficult clients is to understand that the chemistry is not right ahead of time and not take them on? Yeah, you know, um, there's the one that the example that I'm talking about was well over eight years ago. Um, we've learned a lot since then, and we've learned to kind of gauge and understand and put safeguards in place, I guess. Um, for that type of situation so that we usually are able to vet the prospective client. And and truth, I mean, they're able to, to vet us as well ahead of time and really understand if we're a good fit or not. So I think through the proposal process, through the initial meeting, maybe a follow-up meeting, we really get to determine pretty quickly whether or not it's going to be a good fit. So we really don't have a lot of those situations. I can't really recall one in a long time. Um, because you really start now in, in a client, like not a client, but a franchise like Molly made, they have many, many, many more clients than, than we do. I mean, they're talking, we're talking about, you know, lots and lots and lots of customers every year because, you know, they're not working on long time projects with them. They're working on maybe a couple hours a week or a couple hours every other week. So in that case, and you're talking about something very personal, which is their home. And in that case, they're going to have, they're going to encounter more people that um, it's hard to, you know, it's just hard to, to manage. They're just not the right fit. Um, so in that case, um, they're going to see that more often. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So are you going to turn Mediavine Marketing into a franchise? <laughs> If the right opportunity presented itself, I suppose. Um, actually, that's not really my forte. That would be yours, Fred. Um, I <laughs> the answer is still a maybe. <laughs> yes. So you are the office, Mediavine office. Um, you have offices in Chicago and in California. Correct. You only deal with uh, clients in those states, right? No. So where do you all your clients come from? They come from all over. All over the place. It doesn't have to just be in those two areas. So. So, folks, we'll let Michelle go and so she can deal with other stuff and hopefully find us a, a person to interview or so. Um, we're, they're breaking up. They're starting to set up the room for something else. Yeah, it's looking like there might be food coming, folks. So if the food comes, then we're going to end this show and I'm going to go eat. Because amazingly enough, and for those of you who are listening who know me, I have had no coffee today. So I'm doing this without caffeine, without coffee. And yet, amazingly enough, there's been no loss of life, which is really kind of amazing. Um, boy, that Michelle, she just won't go away. Just like sticking it to the man there. Not sure what happened to Ray. He seems to have got lost. Um, 
in that million dollar franchisee um, meeting, which that's okay. Understand the radio show isn't up that isn't generating that much revenue yet, so it's all good. You can call in at three two three five eight zero five seven five five to talk to me and any of the guests we've got at um, in the interview seat. That's three two three five eight zero five seven five five. Franchising. More folks go into franchises than ever want to start their own business. Why? Because they don't want to have to do everything from ground up. And speaking as someone who's been through that uh, now three times, I, if I had it all to do over again, um, and there was a marketing franchise, I would go out and buy a marketing franchise. So since I don't have to do it all over, and I do am part owner of a marketing company, Maybe I guess I sh- we should franchise this. If you think we should franchise Mediavine Marketing, then give us a call at 323-580-5755. Also, you can sound off on, as franchisees, what attracted you to the franchise you bought? What was that oppor- What part of that opportunity that you heard made you decide you wanted it? Also, the second question is customer service is one of the pillars of franchising. So the question becomes, why? Or sorry, the question is, which would you rather tell that tell that they were no longer going to be a client? A supervillain or a superhero? Yeah, Michelle hates that question, but that's okay. It is what it is. Remember, number is 323-580-5755. Food's setting up here, and away we go. Interesting setup in the room. Sorry, folks, just watching around, see what's happening, and looking for people to talk to. What you finding, Michelle? Anything interesting? Molly made clients that um, were asking if they were hiring. Wow. So one of the folks that we interviewed earlier said that one of the difficulties was um, finding employees. And amazingly enough, through the one of the Molly franchises that Michelle works with, um, they actually had people inquiring about how to get a job there, which really kind of rocks. So if you need help, with localizing and personalizing your marketing so that people know who you are and what you do, then visit us at Mediavine, that's M-E-D-I-A, 
Vine, V-I-N-E, marketing.com. Take a look at the website and give us a call. Michelle's always willing to talk to folks that are interested in marketing. Uh, in two weeks, we'll be doing another live broadcast from the uh, Naperville Aurora, or Aurora Naperville Molly Maid, uh, owned by my co-host, Ray Pillar. And it's our, launch, our website launch party. We're actually going to have a party to launch the PillarsofFranchising.com website, and it should be a great time. We're opening it all, all kinds of franchisees at the event. So you can watch for, watch for the news on the Mediavine Marketing website. Um, oh, well, it looks like the food that they're bringing in, we are going to have to move. So at this point, sadly, I'm going to have to... S- sign off here a bit early and we'll talk to you next week from uh, four to five central on pillars of franchising.